You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network, which is full of a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also love to dive into other nerdy subjects we all love to talk about in our free time. The Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support it, you can do that at patreon.com slash thebatmanbc. And that helps keep the generators running in the Wayne Manor study. Now, thank you for listening to episode 98, Creepin' Toward, episode 100. My goodness. And joining me for this one to talk all Batman in March is my uh, my usual co-host on this one, usual guest. Uh, he's the Boudin Sausage uh, number one sponsor now. It's Peter Arvera. Peter, from Straight Outta Gotham. There, let's drop that in there, too. He's the... The Aquaman's co-host on Straight Out of Gotham. The Aquaman. Yeah. Aquaman. Ah. Uh, Hello, Peter, how are you? Everybody? I'm good. I'm good. This is I'm our excited. first. This is our first recording together since we've actually hung out in person. Is it? It is. Because it's earlier our first this month, recording Pete, together since we've seen a Batman movie together. I know. What a what a weekend. It's our what first a, recording since. A complete and utterly successful Batman movie's been released. <laughs> that's that's true. To be honest, yeah. like we never did a show for Rises. <laughs> that's true at yeah. all ever. Like this is a, this is a big first. So. That was that was that was BP. That was before Peter. <laughs> BP. Yeah. British Petroleum. Um, <laughs> uh, it's interesting. I was just I said this on my show. I recorded with Aquaman last night, and I said it, if, this was what it must felt like to be like thirty five and ninety five. You know, like, <laughs> I'm just collecting everything under the sun for the Batman. So I feel it feels like uh, Batman Forever Christmas right now, to be honest with you. It's pretty incredible. And he's not just saying that. I've seen the proof. I've seen the pictures. Pete, I mean, go to his go to his Twitter at Pete Illustrated. Let's plug it now. Uh, he oh, has yeah. you share all of the goodies that you find. And I think you might have everything they've released in the that, that's not true. I've skipped some. I've skipped some. <laughs> you skipped the little detective kit. Otherwise, Pete, I think you might have all of it. And that's coming. Maybe that's coming. <laughs> I don't have all of it. Pretty close. Um, yeah. Probably, More than I'd anybody say, else I know. Uh, at least, what? yeah. I'd say, like, at least Spin Master wise, I'd probably say I have like 80%. Yeah. So it's maybe. It's fun to collect. And also, like, their packaging is incredible. It's not like the McFarlane packaging, which it looks like every other McFarlane, but like, this is like the Batman theme packaging. Like, you could. Yeah. He's holding like, up right now is Selena Kyle Chase. That's only because uh, it's the smallest one. Which has got the Selena and Batman and then a bike. Uh, yeah. So that's exciting. And it does. And, and that's the thing, too. Oh, <laughs> for 20 bucks, like, you get two figures in a vehicle. Like, that's kind for, of. Thanks for listening to the Batman Toy Club with Ryan and Peter. <laughs> 
But, they I mean, want, they're listening. Like th- these guys, if you're listening to this show, you're sweaty after gym class. Like there's no like <laughs> you got it in for Batman. So like I don't want to hear them complaining because they're like, yeah, those are the toys we want. Yes. <laughs> so as you're saying with the packaging, sometimes I don't not open things sometimes just because of like, well, then it loses its value. I'm like, no, actually, to display it, I like the packaging. Well, yeah, I mean, I, this Batman packaging that you're showing too—it's like, well, that's kind of—it's actually kind of cool. It's part of the, I know, it's part it's of the deal. Good, the rain, the the, the cityscape—it's Batman uh, the in, red his, tin- in his pose, you know, ready to. You know, he looks good. He yeah. lo- it looks, it's, it's. And that's why I'm saying like it's like '95 again. Like you know, you, those Batman Forever packages were very themed to the movie. So like it's just it's kind of cool. It's like it's it's weird how the history seems to repeat itself, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, um, so even when I showed you the the Batcave, like that's a massive box, and I'm like, this box is like a perfect display piece on its own. But uh, it will get taken out at some point. Yeah, just not right now. There's definitely I need to make some space in order to get this beauty on display. Uh, well, Pete, quickly talking about toys, uh, taking it out in bat caves. Let's talk about real quick sponsor at manscaped friends at manscaped is the best in men's below the waist grooming, offering precision engineered tools for your jewels. Now manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide that's 8 million balls, who trust Manscaped with 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BATBOOK. That's B-A-T-B-O-O-K, BATBOOK. Now, Manscaped's performance package provides a plethora of products that can fit in your own utility belt, like the Lawnmower 4.0, a new cutting-edge blade on a trimmer that helps reduce accidents, is waterproof, and provides a spotlight. They also provide the Weed Whacker, which helps take care of the danglies in your nostrils, in your ears, but also there's some crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner. Peter, um, you take care of the cave? Oh, you know I take care of the cave. I got my uh, my crop preserver always by my side. You can see my bottle right here. <laughs> and uh, actually, the weed whacker is probably my second favorite. Get those uh, nostrils in order. So <clears throat> big now, fan of uh, what they got going on. Admi- admittedly so. Manscaped was very kind in sending over some of these products for me to give an honest uh, thoughts and opinions on. And I have I have not meant yet mentioned the amazingly comforting boxers that they sell. Aren't they comfortable? They are they are great. They're very soft. To apply the uh, ball toner before uh, putting on those manscaped boxers. I mean, you walk around like you're a one percenter. Yeah, you know, I mean, if your balls I'm smell a, good, you smell good. I'm a big big fan of that. The weed whacker, like you said, helps get the hard to reach areas up the the nostrils. And uh, oh, yeah. another item that is included is that they provide a nice little mat to catch anything that may may drop while taking care of business that is a newspaper full of uh horoscopes and fun little articles it is a mm. joy to just read that as well while you're shaving your balls yeah i mean just make it a overall shaving fun balls, experience trimming inside the nostrils taking care of the hair applying some preserver and i'm sure fish sticks even happier too she's like wow ryan you look great wow. you Hollywood Boulevard over here. We before used to look like a slum, you know. <laughs> now you're all pristine and clean, you know. So well, it benefits a, it's everybody. A, 
it's a little smoother current through the through the coral yeah, these days nice. for Mira. It's nice. That so, light, that light on the it. lawnmower helps. You know, God forbid you slice off your piece of deal, and then when you got you got nothing. You know, I never ever thought of trying to take care of the lawn in the dark, but now I can, thanks to Manscaped. So if happy? you want to join in on this, make sure make sure to go to manscaped.com, get 20% off of free worldwide shipping, and just use the code BATBOOK. B-A-T-B-O-O-K, BATBOOK. Peter, let's stop wow. talking about our balls. Let's start talking about that's, Batman. That's stuff to do. Batman's got balls, too. He's got to protect his. He's, He's definitely wearing a jockstrap. Let's talk about Batman comics in March. Congratulations, Peter, because uh, this you have put in the work the past three months, writing for Batman on film, doing com- mm-hmm. uh, reviews for Detective Comics. 12 oh, yeah. weeks straight. That's been an adventure, man, <laughs> and including a trip to Texas. Like, I didn't miss a review. No. I, I, you know, I did that intentionally. Like, I wrote we, two reviews one week. For this to- event, you and I were neck and neck in the number <clears throat> of posts that we have attributed to, contributed to on Batman on film. Mm-hmm. But given this... Um, you buying every single toy available for the Batman, you have That's left not me true. I dust. skipped on a drifter or two. I'm in a very distant third now. Uh, but third. rightfully so. You've put, in, in, you put in the Who's room. in second? Peter Vera. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so this month, Detective Comics 1055 to 1058 came out. Mm-hmm. Wrapping up the uh, Arkham Tower, Shadows of the Bat mm-hmm. event. So, like we've done the past two episodes, Pete. Let's just group instead of going week to week each detective uh, issue. Why? If I got to do this 12, 12 times, why can't you do this twelve times? Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the the last uh, third, the final act of this story. How'd you feel about it? Um, it peaked and valued for me. Okay. Uh, I thought there were so, I thought like overall like Tamaki writes like a really good like tactical story like she knows how to use players. This is different than what we've seen Tamaki do up to this point and I think that she is a fantastic writer. She is. She's great. It's just for me it kind of just went up and down, especially like for going from like 57 to 58 just to kind of jump at the end. Mm-hmm. Like 57 ends, right? <clears throat> and Nakano's wife has Psycho Pirate's mask. Yeah. And you're like waiting for like some sort of big showdown, right? And then 58 comes out and it's like, okay, well, that happened. So this is where we are now. Thank you. I thought and I missed something. Yeah. It's like there's an issue. It's like there's an issue in between that yeah, I missed. Yeah. Okay. Like, where was the big fight? Like, it was like teed up for this big fight. Like, okay, she's got Psycho Pirate's mask. Scarecrow's involved. What happens? Like, Cassandra kicks Scarecrow in the face. So that's like the last time we see her or him. Um, and it was a great panel, but like, it, it almost felt like there was no resolution. Like, because, and then 57 ends really, uh, really awesomely. Like Batman comes out of the sky to save Nightwing. Yeah. Falling, right. Like what, like what, like, uh, can you imagine a movie ending like that? Like, it'd be like, no, one can't end now. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, it's crazy. Like, how that um, was it 56 maybe like you're just like man like that's the way to go like holy cow nightwing and batman and just like oh well like like geez he just came back there's no there's no like i I guess that's what 57 should have been it was the fight but it just it seemed like she teed it up for some sort of like another fight battle and it just didn't happen that's my and they just skipped into 
but overall, the like the character development, I thought she did. Like we learned a lot about Huntress. Um, I thought that was great considering she's been kind of MIA for a while. <clears throat> uh, to Which, see Barbara back, and Oracle was, was nice. What? What was the Fear State one shots that they did, and they had a Huntress issue, and I didn't. Read yeah, they, it. they've been they, they've been kind of like slowly easing her in, but this is like I'd you say used- this is the first. This like era of detective Tamaki's era of detective is like she's kind of back front and center, like she's a main player in Batman again. Yeah, and you, <clears throat> I mean, I know you re- recommended that one that I read that one because you really enjoyed it, and I never got around to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but outside of that, like I, yeah, I totally agree with you. I did like. I liked so this is a twelve issue story that Batman was only in the last two issues. I'd say an issue and, and a, 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 issue and a half maybe. <laughs> and <laughs> right? he like I I thought that this overall this was probably the whole event was probably like a B for me. Yeah, I'd say so. That's that's fair. The story was done really well. The characterizations I thought were really good. Uh, got me invested in some more than usual. And so overall, I mean, it was interesting. And, and fun but like i think yeah like the big point that you just went to of you have that cliffhanger if you will that exciting build-up in 1057 and you're like all right and you jump right into 1058 mm-hmm. and it's like wait what you, what happened yeah. really uh, we, we got to talk about this of the aftermath we don't get to see it the actual culmination of everything and that that exactly. to me took it down so i'm like oh yeah, yeah it's kind okay. of okay but it's like she, like i said she did an amazing job with a lot of characters like she jumped yeah. with nightwing uh spoiler did she she did a fabulous job writing deb donovan was one of my favorites as always she pops up and she always makes me yeah i like the addition yeah. of deb donovan deb donovan just she makes she makes me laugh without making you know being funny you know it's like it's like, it's like oh man deb's here it's like something's crazy happening <laughs> i was like yeah. deb's here like what's Uh-oh. going on here comes deb I like Deb. It's like she adds an element. Um, Which is, it's funny. I mean, how how lucky even the party you? crashers. I was like, these guys are kind of cool. <laughs> lucky were you in the sense of, I mean, you read detective comics anyway. Uh, of course, yeah. Even if you weren't reviewing them, you'd read it. But right, you had Peter J. Tomasi. He had a great run. Great run. And then you did, oh, Mariko Tamaki's coming on. I'm unfamiliar with Tamaki's work, mm-hmm. and I think that she's just pretty much been stellar. Yeah. She's and good. Like I read some of her Wonder Woman stuff. Okay, and that was good. So like, she can she can do fantastical. She can do like grounded so stuff de- like that. Detective Comics is in is in good hands. In uh, mm-hmm. coming up, uh, they tease the a cool Riddler story at the end. So yes, that's I was nice. Say that's that's the next story coming up is a Riddler story. So yeah, which is exciting. I'm and especially since she did a lot of like twists and turns within this story, so it's like oh, well, when you introduce a character like the Riddler into the mix, like oh, when he's supposed to do that, like I'm mm-hmm. interested to see if she can take it to the next level. Uh, so you got to be smart to write a Riddler story and Tawaki seems like she's pretty yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So that's, that's really exciting. See what kind of version she has of comes up with for her. Yeah. Boy, I'm Edward. excited. Uh, the backup story by one of our like current Heroes? favorites, I think Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Rosenberg. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of that of the backup story that's been told? Uh, I all loved it, these except for uh, there was I think it was one issue that was kind of it didn't involve our little redheaded friend at all. I think it was like issue ten fifty seven. He wasn't involved at all, and you're just kind of like, oh, what happened? Like, what is it? But like, is that overall, just following like Batman and them as they go? Yeah, the sewers? Batman. Okay. The, it opens with the Joker, and I was like, oh wow, this is interesting. Like, how come like you know we follow this guy? basically his whole life. And then the way it ends is just how you think it's going to end in Gotham, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was we getting all knew that, this is coming. Oh gosh. I, I was, I had the, uh, 
I wondered reading that last part of, I wonder if it's going to, like you just said, um, because I could see that because it's Gotham. And yeah, sure enough, it did. Ah, it's too bad. <laughs> and it's interesting. That, I don't know if you saw online that they're releasing. So this event, they're releasing it in two different, I think, hardcover volumes. One is collecting the Shadows of the Bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other is going to include just the House of Gotham. That's great. I will uh, definitely buy the House of Gotham one. Yeah. I really so, love that, um, that story. Yeah. Overall, the event... Uh, was interesting. Like I said, a B, a B is a good grade, especially yeah, for was, something that's twelve. It was weeks an engaging uh, Gotham City story. Like you know, Batman's not involved until the very end, but yeah, all, the, the regular, the, the, you know, having the Robins and Huntress involved is always fun, right? Robins, or, Huntress, what? Everybody else, Batwoman. Like it's like you've got everybody else but Batman, so it's just it's fun. The it's headquarters enjoyable. that they'll be operating out of. Yeah, everything was everything Deb was Donovan great. has been a character now. That's a fun side character. Let's see New what Damon. they do with Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see Doctor Meridian. What they're going to do with Doctor? That's Meridian. right, Doctor Meridian. Everything they did with Doctor Ware was interesting too. Adding mm-hmm. Psycho Pirate was fun. Like that's out of the box thinking. I never would have thought of that. So yeah, it was using a pretty that. an interesting concept. And sure, we got a couple glimpses of some known rogues, but otherwise, you know, some lesser yeah. like Psycho Pirate became a big. Not that I'm some. I don't have a tattoo of Psycho Pirate on my lower back or anything, but not yet. Not yet, yeah. But well, you it's, got, you it's got use somebody Kings, else different. Penguin, yeah, and we got yeah, glimpses Scarecrow, of them. And and yeah, and Carly. Well, there was a well lot of fun stuff in there. Yep. So uh, I enjoyed it. A lot of fun, uh, Detective Comics, and we'll I still have to pick up my like. hardcover uh, version of Joker War. So like, I'm falling behind in my hardcover. Oh my goodness! I know the, you the, like the the saga. Or just yes, in like the, okay, jo- the, whole the saga. Okay, you know because I know how much you love it, and let's not be let's not joke around. Like everything, Joker War is still a big impact. Like a lot of this story yeah. is is off of Joker War. Like you know, so I will always defend Joker War. Well, you know what? I got you to soften compared, up on it too. Compared to what followed Joker War, yeah, Joker War is very yeah. Good. Count your <laughs> blessings. Uh, let's move on to also to that. Detective Comics came out first four Tuesdays. Uh, the first Tuesday was uh, Batman 121, wrapping up Joshua Williamson's first first arc on the book post Tynan. Oh, geez. You're going out of order the list. I got to sort through the pile. It's a hefty well, pile. Well, you know, you have your list. I have my list. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay. Well, okay. Bada beep, bada bap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Pete, I, I double dipped. On this, because the first well, three issues, your case, Francesco yeah. Matina, his his uh-huh. covers, his art is just fantastic as it is, and I've loved mm-hmm. his variants that he did once he mm-hmm. started on this story. But then also, I got to buy and with you, Lieber Mayo's the Batman inspired cover variants. Oh, well, I have the standard issue. Oh, the standard. Yeah, that's got. Buy with you. I mean, it's almost garbage because of who they include on that cover. Uh, yeah, Lex being there is not cool. But no, what, that's what, definitely what? not who I'm talking about at all. So, <laughs> I'll always support the Oval, unlike some people. But I got to buy the Batman cover with UP, so another magical moment we shared together. This wrapped up the whole Batman Inc. murder mystery plot. Uh, overall, I think the the story. I thought it was fun. Apparently, there's been a lot of like on this on this arc, and people did not like it from Josh Williamson. Maybe I 
just really did not enjoy what came before. So I, I thought this was kind of a breath of fresh air. I don't think the following three issues met the level of the first issue of this arc. Um, and I mean, in the end, it, it introduced a new villain and set up future, future story points uh, with Batman Inc. And how Ghost Maker factors into that stuff. So go ahead, Pete. Be the opposing view here. You didn't enjoy this. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's not, it's like, I don't know. I kind of, I enjoyed Detective Comics way more and he was in it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Abyss is okay. Um, it's the whole Batman Inc. thing that I just can't stand. Like, it's it, it literally like, if you want me to not pay attention to something Batman, like, incorporate Batman Inc. <laughs> like just so here's just, yeah, i just lose uh interest just the mere inclusion of them yeah like okay. i'm like i'm sitting there with this guy with his bandana and this other guy with his fake bat suit and i'm just like i know i get it i mean i know a lot of people love batman it's just not my thing but um i don't know like it's not a bad story i like the deception i like how lex luther's involved i love how everyone's backstabbing each other it's cool. Like, you know, it's like, it's, it's a well-written book and that's what you expect from Williamson. And if this is his worst work, then you're in for a good read. You know, well, I um, think it's just not my thing. You know what I'm saying? I think why, cause I understand what you're saying. I did. And I liked Batman. I don't know. See, it just depends on the story on whether yeah. I'm like, uh, a Batman Inc story, like title, and it's mm-hmm. just Batman Inc. Like, no, I don't, I don't care about that. And apparently where that's headed, that's teased at the end of this issue. Yeah. I'm not interested. Uh, but I think why it worked for me here is because they were almost like the bad guys throughout and Batman was trying to figure out the details. So it was following Batman uncovering a mystery. And to me, that's almost like, okay, that who is, uh, who else that includes kind of doesn't matter. It could be anybody mm. because we're following Batman uncovering elements of a, of a murder along the yeah. way. That's the star of the story. And I think that's why it worked for me. Cause they were small supporting characters. They weren't on the same right. level as Batman throughout. Okay. And I, th- I think that that worked for me. We got some good fights and some action, but then, it, you know, it, it's wonderfully it kind of, drawn. It kind book of is beautifully drawn resolves itself of Batman versus the villain. So I think that's why mm. I think it worked for me, but I don't disagree with any, with what you said on yeah. just including Batman Inc. And it's like, Arr. but I will hop onto the art in which I love the, it's so stupid, but you and I say this all the time, like the, the paper <laughs> by physical. This is why Pete doesn't like digital smelling that paper and yeah. the, the kind of paper that they used. Screw you, Justin. It helps. <laughs> it helps <clears throat> the art. <laughs> The art is great, but it looks it's even beautiful. better, like on like. Like Molina kind of draws an amazing Batman. He just does. Like it's, man, he looks good in the cowl. Like it's, it's just, it's great. And mm-hmm. uh, that's not the problem with the book. I just, I'm just not into the story. And yeah. it's like you said, it is a good Batman detective story. I can't take away from that. It's yeah. just you know, it just doesn't gravitate towards me. So, and you know what? That's okay, Pete. That's fine. Because we saw a Batman movie together. There's a new writer coming in, like, what, two issues? Like, I'm like, okay, we're going to start over. So we'll get to the next, (laughs) I think, two issues of Batman later on in this Mm -hmm. discussion. And then, yeah, the arrival of Chip Zdarsky. 
um, on the Batman. There's two more issues of Batman. Yeah, we'll talk about it here in a, in a couple weeks. Or in oh, a, it was like wait, this did episode. I miss two books. I'm like, no, 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 no. Batman's Weekly too. No, no, no. Before <laughs> my mind. There's like a couple months until Chip Zdarsky uh, comes okay. on the title. So there you go. All right, what's next on Moving your crazy right Lauer list? Batman Killing Time number one. Oh, oh by the Tom way, the King. backup story for Batman. I forgot we talked because yeah, I know you don't read it. Um, oh yeah, I it's cute. It's adorable. I love this little Robin girl. I forget her name. She's and she's a she's she's. I don't know if she is a Robin or she just wants to be a Robin. But it's a cute little thing. So if you like cute little backup stories, read that. It's not going to take up too much time. Yeah, I need to read it. I told you that I would. Pete Pete doesn't look at me directly and say like. Hey, read this very often, but he's batting a thousand when he does that. I, so, I still think my favorite one was the Sean Murphy drawn uh, story at the end of, I think it was urban legends. House of that Gotham. was very interesting. I still try to figure that one out. House of Gotham. No, no, Gotham. no. The black and white story, the Sean Murphy story. He drew it. Or not house of Gotham. God, I know God. it's not house of Gotham. It's not urban legends. Okay. Whatever. It was a backup though. I forget what it was. Maybe it was future state. Future State Gotham. Yeah, that yeah, backup that story. One. From last month. Yeah, Pete got me to read yeah. that one, and I did. And so, yeah. Main point, Pete recommends, listen. Okay. Uh, okay, let's talk about Batman Killing Time. Yes, please. Oh, man. This thing. Who loved it. I want more of this. This is like Written by bar- Tom King. I'm sorry. Art <laughs> by David Marquez. Tom King uh, causes all sorts of uh, drama on Twitter that he, does? he doesn't even participate in. No, because it's the the nerd circles. He threw out Tom King, and then people just like to battle back and forth. Uh, but here we have Is Tom King, the comic book Scott's uh, Zack Snyder. Snyder. Yeah, <laughs> I've said that before that I think he's the Twitter version of, of or the comic version of Zack Snyder because it just for some reason both sides just go at each other when you drop uh, Tom King's name. It's crazy. So on the front of this That's cover. Interesting. Gee, right in time for the Batman. You have Batman, Riddler, Catwoman, your boy, Penguin, and then Killer Croc. Now, what the events that unfold, P, I had to read this twice. Because mm-hmm. it's just interesting to me in... Do you feel like this is Tom King's usual way of storytelling, or is it different? No, he actually uses bubbles. like you got to remember like going back like we've been you know not to sound like this is that old long ago but like when we first read tom king there were no bubbles (laughs) right like his batman was mostly like he's grunting um since bat cat he's really kind of changed his writing style i i think and uh, that includes the batman catwoman book that's pretty wordy as well. I, I like this. I think this is like some of his best stuff. Like it's intricate. Everything kind of flows. It follows one grand plan. And I'm like, I, and it's beautifully drawn. Again, like we're very lucky here. But like, a, I was like, man, this is, this is like grand scheme of this story is very impressive and intricate. And I'm, I loved it. Like from opening page to, to final, it was great. And Penguins eating fish. Like it's like, I love how that's become a thing now, like in yeah. DC. You know, the, the, Tim Burton is, you know, we may be getting a more like um, a definitive version of Penguin on screen, but comic book is diverting heavily to the Burton style Penguin. He's been, he's popped up in a few issues in a few different storylines. So he's it's dropping nice a smoke that's... and picking up a fish. 
Yeah, it's, just, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, it's, it's, you know, you know, go to hell, Rick. This, this is um, a high story <laughs> that I love. We see the, the different angles. Like there's almost uh, like yeah. three stories happening to, ha- to make this heist happen. And oh, it's he, amazing. he tells from each angle and how it comes together. And yeah, mm. like you said, it's intricate. I think it's, I think it's very smart. Uh, that's why it Riddler's a little me. young for me. He what? He's a little young. He's young. He looks very young. He, mm. I would say he's like, like if you look at him, like if you look at the page where he's he gives the the he takes the phone from the the CEO right and he puts his bowler hat on, mm-hmm. he looks like he's early twenties, mid twenties of the you know. And then it's the, right before the page of Catwoman walking out of the room, like mm-hmm. in her in her costume for the first time, which is probably like my favorite page of the book. Okay, it looks great. It just does. It's it's this is like a perfect Batman book in my opinion. Wow, look at you. Oh yeah. Oh, it's perfectly balanced. Well, two things. One. I just really want to show you Batman's, I think, introduction page into the book. Yeah. He's yeah. flying down. No the, oval, but he's sign. in front of one, so it counts. Yeah, it counts. There you go. And then two, when I look at some of the faces of the characters, I got such a like Tony Daniels vibe, I thought. Yeah, it's like that crisp, clean art. Plain at but all. Very definitive. I mean, look at this. Look at the picture. Uh, here, picture. Look at the illustration of Croc. Yeah. You know, like that is... Oh my god! Like that is just perfect. I loved cool. it, and how they characterize Waylon in general. I was into it, um, especially how it ended. Uh, I like how Penguin kept his word business wise. Like he knows he can use Croc again when he comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so good issue. First, uh, first issue in this. This is a six issue story, so it's a contained story, not another ongoing title. So that's mm-hmm. a little less intimidating. Always, uh, I'm I'm in. Obviously. Yes, yeah. I mean, unless this goes the way of Reptilian, which I, uh, I, I hope it does not. Well, I didn't <laughs> I like I'm Reptilian in. from the get-go, though, remember? Exactly. Like, you were definitely not – I don't even – how did that story end? I didn't finish. We should do a show on Reptilian Ugh. because we both don't like should it. Should we really? That doesn't Let's sound do like it. fun We at should all do it. It, does, it doesn't, but like I, I'm tired of picking stories that Let's I like. Let's get the Aquaman to read it, and then we'll cover it on Straight Outta Gotham. I can't get him to f- continue reading Bat Cat. You want him to read? <laughs> <laughs> you want him to read Bad Batman? You want him to read Good Batman? Uh, lovely. Okay, well that wraps up that first week. Yeah, so we're about a half hour into this. That was the first, but we're gonna cruise now the rest of the way. So I don't next care. Tuesday I talk is... to you all day. Who gives a shit? God bless you, Pete. Uh, let's talk about the next week. Batman Urban Legends number 13. As yeah, I told you jumping last around. Month, I'm sticking to my list. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're missing all the good books in between. No, like we're, we'll get to those. A lot of the, we'll get to those. Okay. This is Urban Legends <laughs> 13. Yeah. We said last month that I, I tried the Batman's Tana story and I couldn't get into it. But the I'm here for the Ace story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's weird to say fun, but it still kind of is because it involves following a, a, a dog and a group of other animals mm-hmm. and uh, going on a mission and saving things and a chicken on its own little like remote control car, which is great. <laughs> and a turtle. <laughs> it's an RC and... chicken car. <laughs> I. I don't know. It's fun. And Ace is a good boy. So it's, and it's kind of dark, dark elements too. So it's just, this is a story in this book that follows a dog. It's like homeward bound, incredible journey, the superhero version. Mm-hmm. And then you mix that with some pretty 
evil shit that's also happening. Like some yeah. dark stuff. <laughs> you know, and you, you see like why, like, you know, what's going on with this like pet cemetery front and it's not, it's basically a cemetery for the mob. Mm-hmm. They're not, they don't actually, you know, hide the, the animals. They, they don't bury the animals. They bury the, the suspects, the victims. Mm. So it's interesting. It's it's a very Gotham city oriented uh, story, and uh, it's cool to watch these animals. You know, use their uh, uh, you know they're not real, but it's cool to see animals be that intelligent. You know, like mm-hmm. Ace is smarter than my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. I can't believe this dog can do this stuff. Um, the Batman is a Tana story was very interesting. Uh, I liked some dialogue. I didn't like some. It was it's always interesting when Batman and Constantine mix it up. Because they just seem to be taking shots at one another. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting. Um, you know me, I, I, I'm a big sucker for the Batman Zatanna relationship. So, like, if I can get a little bit of that, I will. And it's interesting to see, like, I, you know, I don't really know what's going on. And I could see why someone would be lost if you're not really fully invested in kind of like that Zatanna Batman Constantine, like, I guess, trifecta. Um mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it, I, I'm kind of digging it, but it's like, I definitely have some questions. And the other two stories, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I, still, I just like, I didn't even read the third one. I read one and I was like, yeah, I don't like these. So yeah. again, still, still Batman Zatanna's keep me there. I'm here for Ace the Bat Hound. That's what's keeping me going really, to be honest with you. And the other two are just kind of, uh. so. There you go. A pricey but, book, but. Yeah. It's it's a gamble, but like I also got this cool cover, like yeah, you know, against Batman Zatanna. Like, he knows, you know, mystical stuff isn't my thing. So every once in a while, it's not bad. There you go, Batman with Legend. Now, Pete, you're gonna take over here, um, for two issues. So you've jumped on to I Am Batman. I have, yeah, I'm digging it too. By the yeah. way, like this oh. is actually a lot of fun. Um, it's cool watching I Am Batman number seven came out. Uh, yeah. this month. So go ahead, take it away. Quick summary. Yeah, it's uh, quick summary. Uh, basically, just more of the same, you know, uh, I forget her name, but the de- de- detective who was kicked out of Gotham now working in New York is still, she's like working her way up into Jace's like, I guess like uh, <laughs> approval status because uh, he's now working with the government and that's cool. And you could see like the fight within the government because some of the people don't want to work with Batman, this version of Batman and whatnot, but so it's cool. There's the power struggle within the government itself, and then there's Batman working with the police department. It's fun aspects of this, like kind of like murder mystery, and you know, it's it's cool. Just it's just cool little detective story. Like, and uh, I'm digging it. The action's good. Ken Lashley draws a hell of a book. Uh, the suit reminds me a lot of Pattinson's, and uh, you know, this it's cool watching Batman take down. You know, just kind of more. You know, as a weird, but street level, like he's not fighting supervillains; he's fighting, you know, just regular psychopaths, <laughs> if that's a term. So it's a yeah. cool, it's a fun book, and the fact that it takes place in New York, there's a lot of places that, like, oh, I know where that is, I know where that is, and it's just, it's fun, and like you're, you know, it's interesting, and it's a, uh, it's a solid Batman story, and I'm interested to see where it leads to. All right, there you go. So, yeah, excellent. I enjoy it. Last Batman, last Batman. I am Batman. Uh, Future State Gotham number eleven. You've been in since the ground floor on this story. Yeah, which is cool. This is what really kind of got me wanting to read I Am Batman because I was like, I like how Jace is written in this stuff, and uh, I was like, let me see if it translates over, even though it's a different writer. Um, but like, I'm kind of digging this whole. Fu- I you know, like I don't hate Future State, so I like it. But um, there's this the primary, basically the primary story is this kind of like uh, Red Hood uh, Jace Batman 
Harley Quinn taking down this new version of the Joker, who's unlike the traditional Joker, uh, and uh, Nightwing involved as well. And um, it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm just digging it. You know, it's, I love this whole like future aspect and, uh, this new Joker is very interesting. He's more kind of like <laughs> the juggernaut than he is the Joker, but it's uh, he probably has more line looks wise with uh, Barry Cohegan. <laughs> Ironically enough, like he's supposed to be ugly and hideous. So uh, it's cool. It's a fun story. I love these future state things. And the fact that it's in black and white is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, gives me Frank Miller vibes. Um, and then there's a cool Bruce Wayne backup story. Uh, written and drawn by Raf- Raphael Albuquerque. Oh, nice! Uh, involving um, well, damn, I gotta Scarecrow. check that one out. Yeah, I like should. his art. Yeah, and it's in black and white, so it stands out. You got Dead Man, uh, it, Batman, Dead Man type of story, and it's really it's just you know it's that cool little uh, perspective there. So, um, but yeah, uh, Future State Gotham is a uh, is consistently is a big... delivers for you, doesn't it? For me, yeah, every week, every month, I've really enjoyed this. It's probably been one of my more favorite stories, to be honest with you. And cool. it provides a lot of variety. Is there an end game for this one, or it's ongoing? I have no idea. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'd rather have future state. I rather, like To me, it works better than dominating the entire like line of like heroes, making them all like in this timeline. Yeah. I kind of like, like, Oh, what's going on in Nightwing? And then I have like this Nightwing in a, on a different earth 30 years. And if you, you know, like to me that that's, that's cool. Like I can have the best of both worlds. So like, I appreciate the future state Gotham book as opposed to the whole future state line. But you know, I, I enjoy it. Like, I don't mind where they're going. I just, I appreciate the difference, you know, just tell me like, this is not prime earth or whatever the hell it's called now. Yeah. It's an Elseworlds kind of story. Yeah. Even though there's it no delivers. Elseworlds branding on it, you know, I wish they would bring that back. I feel like Elseworlds doesn't exist Deliver. anymore. Do it. Do it. Infinite. Infinite. So, Pete, we come to the end of the road. Boys to Men's Thing at Best uh, with a book that I've been on the been in since the ground floor, and that's the Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries. Uh, I didn't pick up issue. I'm sorry. I, ah. I stopped it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I just, I forgot I was in the shop. I was late for work. Issue 12 of 12. This is it. Uh, this was this, your bat title of the year, right? No, it wasn't, but I mean, it was fun. It was, it was, it was consistently fun for you me. Loved I had it a lot of fun with it. I thought it was, yeah, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. And this issue, then I will withhold specifics on it, but much like Pete will recommend to me, uh, I like to sometimes recommend to him of just read this one. Cause I think that you will enjoy it in which mm-hmm. Pete says, Oh, is scrappy making an appearance. And I said, I cannot tell you anything. But no. Anyways. Um, I don't know why you hate scrappy do so much. He's terrible. So this is actually, this was just he's a lot of essential character. It continues with kind of like every issue, you know, it's just like the, the old time, the old time show. There's a mystery. Mm-hmm. They got to solve it. And they do. But it's mm-hmm. the fun along the way. It's the stuff that is included, the images included. That's really the most – that to me was the biggest kicker of all of this. It wasn't – they really got me involved in this mystery. It's like, no, it's what else is included in this issue. And it's their last – the last issue of this series. So they really went balls to the wall with it. And I, I love that they did that. So they released the trade of the first six issues and I bought it. When they release this trade of the second six issues, like I'm going to buy it too. Because I, I thought that this was just a lot of fun for us, for a young generation just getting into comics, for kids like mm-hmm. Ryan Haas' yeah, daughter. Definitely, definitely. 
will love this comic if he hasn't been reading it to her and shown her already. Um, it kind of hits all all ages. I think it's it was just a lot of fun. So Batman Scooby Doo until next time. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It yeah. definitely. I'd be disappointed if it was not up to your standards. Like, can you imagine if Batman Ninja Turtles four comes out and it's horrible? Oh, oh my god! Exactly. Like who wants that? I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> Let's move along to the next Tuesday. Where March is, 15th, I don't have the Lauer list, so I got. I'm, I'm guessing here. Batman the Night number three. Oh, here. Okay. Yeah, All right, here we go. go first with this one, okay. Uh, Meh eh, for you. Eh, like okay. it's okay. I, I just. Why was know. it just okay for you? Um, I don't I'm not know. Here to it's, argue with you. I'm just curious. Uh, it's just, it's not because it's not well written. It's just like, all right, they're doing Batman's origin again. Okay. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Just, it, 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 the interesting plot point was that they stole from the serial killer that they're tracking down. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, like, well, that the police are tracking down. So that's interesting. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. It just, it, this, this, I like the first one. Uh, for some reason, this one just didn't hit the same with me i'm just kind of like okay like batman falls in love falls out of love she fires him right ducard yeah. dies it's just i don't know it just there's a lot going on here but i'm just sitting there i'm just kind of like okay it's uh it's interesting the the big the big fight at the end like with the claw guy uh, i don't know we'll i will I, mean, I will give you this I don't think it was at the same level of the first two issues. But the voicemail at the end. The voicemail at the end was like yeah. awesome. Flat out and awesome. That was an A+. Plus. That's what um, that's what keeps me coming back. And I'll tell you that right now. That's what's keeping me back. But the rest of the issue I thought was good still. the I kind of feel like the, the previous two issues felt a little bit more, oh, you can see how this is related to the core of the character. Yeah. More than this issue had. It had more moments like that than this issue had, I think. Uh, but, I mean, it's still delivered for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the whole way, unless this takes a really drastic turn of, like, why, what are we even doing here, you know, in the next four mm-hmm. issues. But well, I think if, the bat, if this is, like, the tip of the Batman Alfred Iceberg... I'm still in for this. For you know? that alone, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, and let's again. Like I've enjoyed two out of three. Like I'm not saying this is a badish. It's it's kind of like Williamson's Batman, where that's a good bat. That's a that's a solid Batman detective story. It's just kind of like what's kind of going on around it. I'm not sure. really feeling. You okay. know, like I'm not saying. Like I said earlier, it's a, it's well written. Like it's a cool caper. There's twists. There's turns. For me, it's just I don't know. Like I was like, okay, this is all right for now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sure the next issue will be better. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let Pete like in the Batman, let's shoot you with some adrenaline now. And let's talk about Batman Superman world's finest. Number one. Oh, wow. Here we go. I got to go to the end of the Because I think you have a complete opposite reaction to this book. Oh, yes, this book's the night great. Number three. So I, first of all, I saw that, uh, there were variants. So the the oh. initial, the, I know the, the regular doing, cover is I Dan know. Moore. What? Which down. is a fantastic artist. Dan Moore, which, who we've talked about, because you know we're now beginning year two of the Batman monthly wrap-ups. Yes. And we talked about Dan Moore a lot in year one. 
And he drew, I, he drew a lot of detective. I really, really love Dan Morris work. He also does a, mm-hmm. a series called once in future, which is also really, really damn good. He did the, okay. he did Danny DeVito's penguin story. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So his cover of course was awesome, but I also saw that Jim Lee was doing a variant. I'm like, very cool. Mm-hmm. And also Jason Fabic was doing a variant. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear yeah. a little more excitement in your voice, please. Uh, I'm excited because I bought the Dan Mora Oval (laughs) with the 89 logo. That's why I'm excited. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Come on. Of course it makes sense. I got Jason Favik's variant because and I was excited. That actually looks very Jim Lee. Jason Favik is a combination. You threw Jim Lee and David Finch in a blender. You got Jason Favik. Uh, That's That's good. I've always always viewed that. Yeah. And he was actually an apprentice of David Finch. Anyways. Okay. There you go. And I think Jim Lee's his favorite artist. Anyways. I was surprised my comic shop still had it um, or had it in general. I still, I think yeah. I want to go and get the Dan Mora issue because I love You're that. Damn right. I love you're, that. It's, it's a wonderful like right. ensemble cover. <laughs> but yes, that cover is great. And of course it's great. Pete loves it. There's a yellow oval and it's the 89 yellow oval. Written by Mark Wade. Yeah. This people, is a big book. I think some people know who he is. Yeah. And illustrated, you know, by Dan Mora. Mm-hmm. I thought that this was a lot of fun. The inclusion of some other characters is the part that may take me out a little bit. Oh God! Why, you you, suck all why can't we be there? friends, Pete? Because you, have I support that you have a different view than I do on things, and you don't. I don't get that support. You should just it listen to me. You know, I envy Eric. <laughs> or I feel for Eric. You're a difficult one. I don't envy Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Not with all the complaints he gets. Yeah. Final E33 at twitter.com. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't envy him. But I mean, the book takes place in Metropolis. Mm. I think it's a blast. Yeah. You have uh, Poison Ivy doing mm-hmm. her thing. And and, and she's, she's expecting Superman, but she gets Batman and Robin again. And that image looks great. In that yellow oval, that 89 yellow oval just mm-hmm. shines. And she's surprised it's Batman and Robin. And then mm-hmm. you get Metallo. And then Superman shows up for that. We get a flashback to uh, the Penguin getting – or Penguin's involvement and Superman. A lot of Penguin together. lately, huh? Yeah. Your boy Oz. And then it's Batman and Robin. Bat- and Batman and Superman, like, shake hands. Like, we're best friends. Let's have a sleepover. And then – you get teased for stuff that's coming up later. I mean, this was an action-packed. Red Kryptonite gets involved. Mm-hmm. Like this was an action-packed issue from beginning to end. I thought it probably. I I feel like it delivered probably oh, yeah. for everybody who was even remotely interested in this book. This it felt like I was reading one of Loeb's superman batman books like it had that vibe to it you know just pure comic book fun uh it it doesn't take itself too seriously because it can't right it's batman and superman but it's it's as serious as can be yeah um i thought dan mora drew probably the most amazing robin i've ever seen in my life wow okay i think his robin is absolutely it's because it's it's pixie boots it's dick grace and it's a but it's not like he's got green pants you know like it's like this is a cool version of robin this is like the version of robin and his poison ivy is absolutely stunning so like mora again it's beautiful gotta love him gotta love him and uh the way he tells the story with his panels and his layouts is great and uh it's it's just such a wonderful comic book it just is spanning uh, past and present, just really fun first interactions. 
uh, just a wonderful, wonderful comic book that uh, if you're a fan of either of these characters, you'll love it. It's 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 the it's a perfect blend of Batman and Superman. It really does like just it's fifty fifty down the middle. It's I there hasn't been a Batman Superman story this good in a long time, in my opinion. Oh, and you know, high praise. Yeah, no, it's good. Not the last two runs. I know people have bought, or maybe be the last one. I think it was called Superman Batman. Or was it Batman Superman? I forget what the last Batman, but I this 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 seems like it's going to be something special. Yeah, I think it's it's a little bit of like a it's a throwback. I think to comic book. It feels kind of seventies, right? Yeah, and I mean it's it's I know it's in Metropolis, but it seems brighter. It's well, fun, yeah. but not in the way of sacrificing seriousness. Yeah, yeah. You know? It, it is a, it's a, you know, this, the storyline is like, it's mature, but it's not mm-hmm. uh, overdoing mm-hmm. it or anything. It's not clashing with the, with the vibe it's trying to, trying to be. Right. Um, I just found like, it was a good blend. I thought it was a lot of fun and I'm intrigued where it's going to go. I'm intrigued by the shadowy figures. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued the inclusion of the other characters that come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like, I, I know because I just, I don't know. I hope that I'm into the, in this for the long haul. Cause I think it's, an I, ongoing think you will series. Be. I, I think you'll love this. I think you're really going to love this, especially you, someone who, uh, what doesn't really, let's say explore the outer realms of the DCU. I think this would be nice. Like, that's a you know, nice, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I you stick don't to dive Batman in, and yeah, you don't really dive into Superman. So I think for someone like you, this will kind of this will scratch that Superman itch. There you go. Okay. There's an upcoming like Batman and Superman, or should I say Superman Batman itch? We're gonna scratch. Hey, oh jeez, we're gonna watch BVS. What's that? Let's oh, watch okay. BVS. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, moving on. Ooks. Ooks. There was. <laughs> Uh, let's see, March twenty second. That one that had the conclusion of Detective Comics for Batman specific, and that was about okay. it. So then March 29th, the final Tuesday in March. Pete, the long awaited mm-hmm. return to the Murphyverse. Beyond the White oh, Knight, number well, one. I, I gotta, this this I have to do the 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 the, un, the unfortunate way because you gotta go digital. Uh, yeah, you're, you're going digital go. here. I only well, go I digital can, for Ryan Lauer. Sean Murphy, he was very, during the process of like White Knight and Curse of the White Knight, he was uh, very open to followers mm-hmm. and readers on kind of what his plan was and how development mm-hmm. of the verse was going. Followed up White Knight with Curse of the White Knight, which seemed pretty quickly. And then he said also expanding the world a little bit more. And he's like, I'm, you know, these two, and I'm going to take a break and then I'll come back for my next chapter. Which well, is the, I believe his, his wife wrote a Harley Quinn book in between. Yeah. And that was the first was kickoff of the of staying in the universe, but visiting a, mm-hmm. like a supporting character. And that one, Harley Quinn, um, mm-hmm. written by Katana Callens, illustrated by Matteo Scalera. That was a great book. Oh, I um, loved it. I liked it more than Curse, actually. I was going to say, yeah, you, you told me that you liked that more than Curse. Uh, yeah. This summer, I believe, is the Jason Todd or Red Hood spinoff series. Mm-hmm. Which like looks interesting. Jason Todd and Red Hood instead. So that's like I'm intrigued by that. Yes. But so I was really excited because I I loved White Knight and Curse the White Knight. I loved Harley mm-hmm. Quinn. I've gotten to review all of them on BOF. 
I've You're loved all three series. I, I really Murphverse. am. Murphverse. Murphverse. So this one, even though it's including Batman Beyond, who I don't not like, it's just never something I go and grab. Uh, I was really interested like to you see. you hate Batman Beyond. No, I hate Nick Sednick. <laughs> kidding, Zeddy. You know I'm kidding. <laughs> but I was really interested. <laughs> And I was really excited for what his spin on including Batman Beyond was going to be like. Yeah. yeah. So that being said, uh, issue number one, which Pete, by the way, I don't know if you're going to try if you have this on your pull list, but there, I, I think that the standard cover of issue one is going to be a hot item because there's a shortage in printings of that. One. Okay. So just a heads up. Right. Like cover um, cover A, I think. But anyways, okay. uh, Pete, I'll let you go first. What did you What did you think? Since Murphy has a has it more of a task to get you on board with this than me. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought he did a really good job of blending uh, the the mythology of Batman Beyond with what his world is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, there's still things about like the Murph verse that are very weird to me. Um, um, I thought the his version of the Batman Beyond suit was very interesting. There's a few extra spikes than I am used to, but I liked ha- including Terry. I wonder who Terry's talking to. I like the suit. I like how the suit has almost like a oh, we know mythological. who he's talking to. Do I can, we? I can, yeah, he? I can. I can tell you now, or I can, or just have you read it again. Did I miss something? Who is he talking to? I think he was talking to Powers, not Ryan Powers. Is that who you think he's talking to? Okay. Yeah, that I, I thought that he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Carry on. But I'm pretty sure that, uh, that that's who uh, I got okay. out of it. Okay. I guess so. He's got he's got him on the wristband there. I guess I didn't... Yeah, I see it now as I'm flipping through the okay. book. Um, I was kind the of more you know. Like, Listen to the Batman book. I was kind of hoping it was Oracle. Like, I'm thinking about it. Ah. I guess I didn't put these together that, like... Uh, powers can see him. I guess I thought that was, like, just a picture that pops up when somebody <laughs> calls you. So okay, I misinterpreted that, but uh, all right. So th- that makes it th- that adds to the dynamic of Bruce Wayne versus Derek Powers merging. Because I always felt like it was kind of weak in the story. Like I know pa- Blight was created to give Terry an arch nemesis, but uh, I kind of dig where this is going. Um, it does bother me that Batman's identity is out there and that Bruce Wayne's in prison. But like I get it; it's like a self-contained universe. And um, but I'm into it. The story's interesting. Uh, I'm interested. I'm wondering what the hell Dick Grayson's doing. I'm not a big fan of Dick Grayson. Yeah. Um, I wonder what Jason's up to. Um, cause did he sound the alarm? I don't know. Uh, but it's interesting. Uh, and uh, he did a really good job of translate. I like what he's doing with Harley and her kids and it, there's a lot more good in it than bad. So I, I'm with it. Like it just, you know, cool. uh, and you know, I'm waiting to see, it seems like he toned down, uh, the, the homage or a lot. Like we see one Batman 89, uh, Rapple gun, and uh, that's pretty much it. So usually there's a whole bunch of Easter eggs in a Sean Murphy Batman book, but I, I believe you well, there, love this. There was one, very small, but in when Harley goes up to Jackie's room at home, mm-hmm. and on the wall is all these uh, you know, like punk band posters and stuff. I mean, one yes. Slayer, but then another one says Denny, and another one says Tim. So maybe there, there's a small little nod. Not okay, the, I, I mean, just I it's see the smallest that. thing, but I noticed that one right away. I was like, "Oh, cool," because I like you. I'm like, "Oh, he loves to he loves to include Easter eggs." And in, yeah, in I see stuff. them now. Okay, so cool. I just zoomed Thank in you. on that part. 
Um, but overall, I think the story is interesting. I like, <clears throat> I like the, what do you want to say? Where he planted the seeds of, oh, so you have Terry breaking into the old Batcave. He gets the Beyond suit. So he now is Batman, but he's, it seems like he's basically working with Powers. Powers is Batman's, Powers is basically uh, fondled the Wayne name. Fortune. <laughs> and so Batman's like, I got to stop. Or Bruce is, I got to stop this Powers guy. And I got to stop this new Batman. But I think we're going to see that Terry is kind of like, He's innocent in thinking he's not going to be like a villain through mm-hmm. and through. It's powers is deceiving him because that's what he does. Uh, never trust yeah. the powers. And that's not true. Ryan Powers is, is a saint. <laughs> you, you leave my boy alone. All right. I, I I like the. I've always liked the look of the Batman Beyond suit. So why do I you hate Batman Beyond so much? I don't hate it. It, uh, it feels very... As, as much as Ryan Lauer can hate something, you hate Batman Beyond. <laughs> no. Like, it's not Rick Shoe level hate, but it's... That's it's, true. Like, it's up there. I hate that guy, but... <laughs> he sucks. I, I think... Whereas it's funny, Bat- Batman the Animated Series has still aged really well. I don't think that Batman Beyond has. You watch that show, and it was... And, it, and I think that, like, they're, they're... What they think is hip and cool and... All, it was like the music and stuff and it's really loud and they're constantly like electric guitars and i don't wow, know it's kind of like old man mm. old man look at my life we're on batman book club we're not on straight out of gotham Pete. so i am not <laughs> eric Postman. i might be looking at aquaman jr the story like, just never necessarily Aqualad. resonated perfectly for me okay it just doesn't it's like it's okay but i love the bat suit i love how i went on this tangent of you, of me defending not liking Batman. Your Beyond hatred of Batman much. Beyond. Yeah. How dare you? All right. This is the last <laughs> Batman monthly wrap up that Pete and I ever have on the show. <laughs> Let's get back to Batman Beyond the White Knight number one. I like the seeds planted. I like Bruce's. Uh, yeah. The his presence in jail. He's gonna get out. You know it. I like. We're continuing on with Harley and her kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the look that Jackie has. Um, is pretty interesting. The, I mean, the the relationship of Jason and Bruce. I love how and Murphy's done this since you know White Knight of the shadows, like a shadow of Bruce is like Batman's shadow. Yes, you know I stuff like that's cool. always fun to me. Did it with Harley, and then the, I'm really curious what this, what we end on, and what that is. Yeah, how that's gonna play out. That's really it's very cool. scream. It feels it reminds me of Scream. <laughs> what? It reminds me of Scream Six. Five. Five. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. Well, there we go. I thought you were talking about the original. I'm like, I don't, no, I don't but like, don't you okay. don't you kind of feel that? I understand now what you're saying. That okay. kind of tells you what's going on without telling you what's going on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it how we're selective. Like we're going to spoil this book, but we're not going to spoil <laughs> this one. We didn't fully spoil. <laughs> on the same show. We didn't tell him that Billy Loomis is in Beyond the White Knight. Ah, damn it. Oh, there it damn, is. There it is. Got All it. right. So I'm in. I, th- I feel like I've missed that they said that this is going to be eight issues, but I feel like it probably is going to be because White Knight and Curse the White Knight were both eight issues. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like that's probably what this is going to be. But it's, uh, yeah, it's cool. Off to a really cool start. Very so happy I think it's it. cool. We've got like three universes going on right now in Batman. We've Pick got- your poison. 
No. You've got main continuity, you've got future state universe, and you got the Murphyverse. So uh, I think that's cool. Add another one. You got the Jockverse. And no, not Eric Holzman written comics. Uh, <laughs> you've got Jocks, One Dark Knight, Black Label series. <clears throat> because that too <sighs> came out the last Tuesday of this month. So that's you a good me. Tuesday of Black Label. I like this a lot. Black man. Label Batman. So I was trying to think, and I think I, I can remember. Is this oversized? It is. I love. Ah, you know, I love that format. This is you know you know how I like keeping the oversized books until I got the collection. Uh-huh. I'm just breaking all my rules here for Ryan Tower. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but this this had like a little bit of like a three ten to Yuma vibe. That's the movie I was trying to think of and telling you uh, last month that I couldn't think of escorting a prisoner to a destination and the many speed bumps along the way that's cool i would think that that mixed in with like no man's land yeah yeah you know because like your city's blackout yeah which is great like i get you know me i get no man's land anything and i'm like this is the best thing i love it i love you but i i really really liked i mean it just seemed like such a badass action-packed book one and that continues with book two i thought i thought book two i thought was awesome just as yeah. cool as the first issue. Book two almost felt more like Escape from L.A. <laughs> or Escape from New York. Yeah, the so there book. you go. Perfect. That was mm-hmm. okay. Well done, Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, 310 to Yuma, Escape from New York, Batman, One Dark Knight. <laughs> like just solid. It's a solid act. You mix Batman in there. It's just solid action. It's great. It's great. And Jock's artwork is so just like mysterious but yet dark. But Batman's he, blue. He makes sure to squeeze in one Batman flying with his cape out. Because that—that's yeah. the jock special—is having that cape out and and it's in all its glory and yeah, he looks great, looks awesome. The fact of like the the EMP affecting to where mm-hmm. it is literally—it's one dark night um, around Gotham and like uh, it's just—I'm really curious. Did not see coming what he did with one of the characters at all, and it totally makes sense though too. It's not only for shock factor. Uh, yeah, I think that that I'm really I'm excited to see where that goes. Which I thought this was a four four book story. It's only three, so it concludes. It says in oh, the really? back, great. Yeah, it says in the back June. Uh, oh, we got a while. So yeah, we got a couple months plus one. But yeah, one dark night number three. I thought I thought it was stellar. You have anything else to say? No, just it's fantastic. It just is. It just it's a it's a. Just a damn good Batman book. Damn good Batman book. Probably my number two book of the month. Okay. Okay. Ooxis. Ooxis. I can't even say it. I can't say it. Oh, anymore. It's ooh. (laughs) Jamie's like, they're ooxising again. Oh, my God. (laughs) Your brother's listening, and he's like, God, ooxis. I'm so sick of it. Ooxis. Ooxis. Oh, God. Remember earlier when I was telling you when Pete recommends I listen? Peter hit me yeah. up uh, last night, not even 12 hours ago, and said, <laughs> you need to read Shadow War Alpha number one. It's a Batman book. Yeah. So I did. And? I thought it was excellent. It's really interesting. It's, it's, and now this, uh, this you is know. coming in. I haven't read Deathstroke Inc. I haven't read the Robin title. Which have both been fantastic because they're both been written by Williamson. Josh Williamson, yeah. So it's like. This is but, clearly, which is, he wrote this as well, right? Yes. 
So he's so ready. This is clearly like his big grand scheme. This his is like a Jeff Johns move. Because then also the the next two issues of the Batman title are fitting into Shadow War. Mm-hmm. So it's his, yeah, it's his big story that he's telling. Now, me not reading Deathstroke or Robin, I still feel like I got 80% of it. Yeah, Deathstroke and Robin really are establishing those characters. But when you when you get to this point, you're like, I see what you were doing the whole time. So like he's been he's definitely been planting seeds and breadcrumbs. You just have no idea that you've been getting them. And that's that's what makes him a great writer. So who's who's the white haired woman? Rose? That's his daughter, isn't it? No. Like she popped in. I gotta open up the book. In the in the Robin. Oh, it says my son. Okay. But she she looks kind of different other than just like white hair in like the Robin book. Let's see. So that's Roz's mom? Oh yeah, that's Roz's mother. They they were doing that in the so we meet uh Damien's grandmother, great grandmother. Okay. Like we meet her. And I was I mentioned this earlier, like they'd almost made Roz kind of sympathetic a sympathetic character for a little bit. It was very interesting how like for a long time, okay. uh, we don't feel anything for Roz, and then we see who his mother is. You're like, oh wow, this kind of makes sense. So, <clears throat> I mean, but interesting setup, interesting where it goes. Uh, definitely feels like it is essential reading um, to that to really get the story up and running. Um, can I say though that I I loved that these are, and these are what I just. I love these kind of moments in comics and I'd love for them to do it. Nolan actually kind of did it. I think at the beginning of the dark Knight Nolan. by using, using scarecrow always using scarecrow, but like for a cold open villain or something and we get, I mean, it's three pages. We get lock up. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's a, it's just for a fun entry of Batman, which then we get an awesome page of Batman for his uh, debut in the story. And then the story takes off so pete go ahead tell me everything that you want to tell me on this uh pete recommendation uh no it's just fun like as i said i've been building up to this and i know this is coming and uh, i was surprised at how much batman this actually was this seems to be a real you know deathstroke batman talia damien centered story and uh usually those guys when they mix it up it's for something really good and you know basically uh talia or, or Roz created a clone from Deathstroke and Talia's DNA. So there's like this kid who looks like Damien with white hair <laughs> running around and uh, he's, he's messing around with Damien a little bit. Um, so it's, it's very interesting. Like you've seen Damien kind of uh, be on the opposite end, like him going after Grayson or, or Drake because of their status with uh, his father. And it's interesting seeing someone kind of go after Damien like that, you know, like, you kind of had the childhood I should have had. Like it, it's, it's like, Oh wow. They kind of spun Damien around a little bit in, in this transformation, but uh, it's just a really cool, just grand scale thing that Williamson was doing. I said earlier, it was a Jeff Johns movie. Like Jeff Johns would like write all these stories that culminate into one event. And that's really what he's been doing. And he's been doing it pretty effortless <laughs> up until recently when you're like, Oh, this is all going to kind of in- intertwine. So I'm digging it. Uh, I, I can't imagine anybody else. And there's a lot of great uh, variant covers and the oval is just front and center. So just, just a lot of good stuff in this book. Victor Bogdanovic did pencils and I thought the art was awesome. 
He did. He did. I, I'm a big fan of uh, Bogdan. I think I said Bogdanovich, but okay. like I think that's a bad Victor B. Yeah, uh, he did a couple issues of Detective, uh, so I'm familiar with his stuff, and I like it like a lot. Yeah, I like it like it a lot. The well done uh, ramifications throughout the Batman books for at least like the next two months. So recommended mm-hmm. from me. Even Batman, like Lex Luthor makes an appearance, and we all know why. Yeah. So like this is uh, this is best, interesting. Right? Trust Lex always. <laughs> well, he was just in Batman, is what I'm saying. Like, this is this is you know this isn't just its own thing. This is incorporating a lot. I, I mean, I don't know what from Detective will come out of it, but um, you could see that this is just heavily lined with everything that's going on within Batman right now. Yeah, and Peter, that's it for me on the the Bat titles specifically. So let's do honorable mentions quick. Now, the follow up to last month's Nightwing '89. It was a two part crossover with Superman Son of mm-hmm. Kal-El number nine. In which I didn't that pick book that came one. out I this get that. You what? Uh-huh. I got I forgot about that and I didn't put it on my pull list. I did get that. I didn't like it. I because oh. I'm not, it, it didn't feel like a two part crossover should feel like some kind of you know fin- finality. It didn't. It's like, oh this is ongoing. So you say it's a two part crossover, it's not. And that that kind of disappointed me and it left me very like I I just didn't really care. In the end, there mm-hmm. didn't feel like a resolution. It was, eh. So then I saw Nightwing, Nightwing number 90. Uh, a has the flash in it. Much better. That was I a thought, good story. I thought that that book was a lot of fun. I thought including mm-hmm. Wally West made a lot of sense. Um, it upped the ante of the storyline that's been um, playing out since Tom Taylor took over the book. Uh, it adds like it's adding to it. It's part of his overall story, you know? Mm. So I, I just had a lot of fun with that one. I liked that one a lot. And then task force Z number six. That was great because we can't get a monthly wrap up without talking about task force Z. Um, Z? Continues, continues to Z be a lot of fun. Z for, yeah. The Z silent. Yes. Only made me laugh that like the cover of it was, you know, the bat and the furious. And you think like, oh, is this going to be like action packed, like cards and stuff? And I think that there was like three panels that had a car and that was it or something. (laughs) It's an old school comic cover. It's right. Yeah. But I mean, the art continues to be amazing. The the story ends up being a lot of fun. Um, I love how Two-Face has become more and more of a part of this, Mm -hmm. the story and then where the story is going. Also, I just think that we're halfway through this, this book now and it continues to be so much freaking fun. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't, uh. Well, the art is great, but it wasn't um, Eddie Barrows no. this month. It's Jack Herbert, but it wasn't a case of uh, like mm-hmm. too far off. Uh, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed uh, seeing the Bruce and Jason moments. I thought those were very special. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting to find out how much Bloom is actually involved in this. Yeah. This is really like his first uh, big appearance since Snyder created him back in the day for Robot. Kind of a Batman. lot of redemption for Bloom because he yeah, soured so a lot was, of people. Yeah, uh, I was actually a big fan. Bloom was probably the only thing I enjoyed of the, I think it was super heavy run. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed him as a villain, so I would like to see real Batman take him on. Uh, but this is really cool. Um, I'm enjoying his arc and seeing where that character goes. So uh, I'm very curious, though, like when does this story happen? Because you have Bane zombified in here. And then if we talk about Joker next, Bane makes an appearance. So, like, you know, just kind of curious, like, when does Bane unzombify? I wonder if that happens at the end of this, at the end of this journey. 
Yeah. Um, this is a very interesting side of Two-Face, like you said. Uh, we don't really see him doing stuff like this very often. Um, so very, you know, again, just Rosenberg just does a lot of interesting things that kind of captivate me as a reader. I like you, Matthew Rosenberg. Yep, big fan. Big General, fan. Doing a fabulous job. So, Pete, why don't you go ahead and hit me up with all these, all these books that were on your list that I that I jumped over. Uh, yeah. Well, Catwoman forty one's really cool. Uh, the return of fan favorite Onyx. Uh, she made it her grand return to Gotham. And it feels like forever. Uh, I feel like I haven't seen her since I want to say is around the War Games era. War Games, War Crimes, around that time. Uh, that was a cool character I kind of grew up reading, and I'm glad to see her back. And just Catwoman dealing with the mafia, being an inside, you know, having one the dealing with the mafia kingpin's son and stuff like that. Just really cool. I enjoy it. Just typical Catwoman hijinks and adventures. And then Joker 13 was brilliantly written by Tynan, and I was like, wow, this is finally going somewhere. We're finally finding out what's going on with the hillbillies and the oil and the Joker and you know, Bane's clone daughter <laughs> vengeance is just awesome. And then, like I said, Bane comes back and he's been, he made an appearance at the end of last issue and an appearance here with Jimbo. And I'm really digging it. And I'm fascinated by this punchline, uh, still Bluebird story. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, issue 13 of Harley Quinn by my, one of my favorites, Stephanie Phillips, just an adorable Harley Quinn issue. Uh, someone is wearing a Harley Quinn costume and taking out, uh, mafia people and uh, they she is framing Harley for it. So the, apparently the cops can't figure out that this chick is wearing a mask. <laughs> she's clearly wearing like one of these masks. It's like one of those superhero costumes that looks really weird, but it's like it, it's like that type of uh, uh, spandex. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Where the face is like imposed. Like you ever see the ones with the flash? Like it looks like that version. Like it's just, oh. I don't know. She looks weird. Like clearly that's a person in a costume, right? Like you, you yeah. can just, like, <laughs> but for some reason, like, Oh no, that's Harley Quinn. We got to go after Harley Quinn. So it's like insanity and it's just really fun. So I'm enjoying that. Uh, I mentioned Robin uh, and Deathstroke Inc. Those are great. Uh, Batgirls is a lot of fun seeing Stephanie and Cassandra get into hijinks with the uh, Oracle. I really highly recommend that book. It's uh it's it's just a joy to read. Uh, the the dynamic of these three is really fun, and uh, just it's 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 just like if you like '90s comics, I can't imagine you would like this. So that's that. And the finale of uh, Arkham City: Order of the New World, or whatever it is that that book by mm -hmm. Dan Waters is that Daniel Waters wrote Batman Returns. I haven't been able to figure that out. <laughs> but um, if it is, that no wonder why I like this book's crazy. Just. Uh, and crazy adventures around surrounding a doctor in Arkham who tried to help a patient kind of like escape and then getting, getting caught in the wings and Azrael's involved. So Ryan Hossel loved this and really just a bonkers Gotham city story. Um, nice. You know, Batman's not involved in it, but uh, it's, it's, it's one of the more interesting things you could read this month. Uh, if you ask me. So I, I, if you guys can find the trade for that, when I think it's printed, I think it'll read better that way, but it's like, Ryan, I think you should give it a look. I think you would dig it. Okay. He's not going to read it. No, but you looked at you just looked at me in my eyes and said, "Ryan, I think that you should read this." Yeah, he doesn't do that all the time, so it's I've like got to pay I, attention. I, when it was like, I was like, "Hey guys, I think Endless Winter is going to be really good. I think you should pick it up." And I was like, "No, man, Rod Marge is done. His time has passed. I don't need that stuff." And I looked around, I was like, "This is right now. We're going to worry about it." 
Well, I don't think that I said, did Rob Marshall done or anything. I just said, okay. No, I think that was Justin. Just like, Rob Marshall's okay. done, bro. Yeah, it's Justin Kowalski. Justin Kowalski. I'm listening to this podcast while I'm getting a new tattoo. <laughs> What's his tattoo of? I'm getting Daredevil just, tattooed oh, okay. on my ankle. Now he's getting the new Batmobile uh, on his he, inner he thigh, not, I think. He, no, he will not do that. He will not do that. <laughs> no, right. Okay, well, that does it. Batman books for the month of March. Uh, pretty we good month. It. Uh, that's a, Hour 15, that's a big month. Nice. Hour and 15. Yeah. So we had like one light month after like the, what was it? Like November was like the crazy month. Or was it December? Man, January or February was pretty, it was, was pretty light. Can one you of those like, two is pretty light. Can you like talk to them and tell them to just slow it down a little bit? Well, there's no more Batman Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Detective really Comics won't take up 20 minutes of our time because it's only one issue. So I, like, I'm I mean, happy that's go. over, but not for like as a Batman's perspective, but someone has reviewed the book. Yeah. Like it's a lot. Like, oh man, I got another dude again, again, yeah. again. Around like the fourth one, you're like, oh my god, it's not even half over yet. P, I did Batman Eternal reviews. That was fifty two weeks straight. Wow. And I did so all you know, of them. That's crazy. That's a lot, man. That that's was a, a thing lot. where I don't know that I was enjoying the story because it was like I got to try that's and write heavy. something that sounds different. Uh, <laughs> than just the write, past just nineteen be... weeks. <laughs> oh, so I I feel yeah, I feel that's it. tough. Did you do Batman and Robin Eternal? I did that one too, but that one was like that was every other week, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. Or it was, was just twenty six like... weeks straight, which somehow it was a relief, a little bit more of a relief. And I actually but, yeah. think that that story was better than Batman Eternal. I liked Robin Batman and Robin Eternal a lot. I, I liked them both, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Pete, we can't get out of here yet without talking a little bit of uh, Batman polls. Um, there's there, there's been a lot lately as we've done the the bracket challenge to find the greatest Batman writer. Uh, but also mm-hmm. concerning last episode, uh, Nick Zednick, if you didn't like the poll options on this, blame him, Nick Zednick, at Nick Zednick. Uh, but the last poll question was as discussed on the newest episode which robin do you think has the best origin story and then a disclaimer twitter only allows four options so if you're upset someone was omitted send all complaints to at nick zednick the four options were dick grayson tim drake damian wayne and carrie kelly and with a 64 percent winning votes uh dick grayson the fans thought had was the robin with the best origin story did you vote on that one pete i did okay did you vote dick grayson I did. Okay. Very good turnout on now, that one too. So I appreciate my, everybody. I'm going to answer your poll with a poll. Which Robin has the second best oh, origin? Because my vote actually goes to Jason Todd. Hmm. That is a good uh, follow up. To be honest with you, Jason Todd might actually have the best Robin origin. I have to put some more thought into it because him or Tim Drake. But Drake's is good, but I think Todd's is just it's it's he's an uphill battle. He could have been like In a way, lost Drake cause. has the most heroic origin of any hero. Like yeah. it's weird, you know, like and I guess he Damien, discovers who they are and then joins them in battle. Like there's nothing really depressing about Drake's origin. It's it's yeah. very rare. Um whereas Jason Todd's stealing hubcaps off the Batmobile as a poor kid, you know. Dick Drake. I, I know players. that Eric Carter could come on here and make a case for Damian Wayne, but I'm gonna shut that down right now. Uh, Damien is an illegit- 
<laughs> We're gonna have to sit down with Eric one day. Next thing I know, on the fire rises, defending Damien, an entire We're episode about Damien Wayne. Down with Eric one day. Um, like, so we, yeah. gotta, we gotta get this Damien stuff straight now. Yeah, let's figure this. We're your friends now. Next time he comes back on this show, it's gonna be pure Damien Wayne story. I'm like, damn it, Robin, so, son of Batman, number one. Yeah, God. Um. Or maybe he'll choose the Grant Morrison issue that was Damien as Batman in the future. Oh, Batman six six six. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I got two okay. of those. Thanks for thanks to you. Thank you everybody always for voting and uh, the the newest Batman poll. That if it's not there when you listen to this episode, hang in there because it's coming. Um, what was your favorite Batman book of March? Limited at four. Pete, I'm going to give these four options. Uh, okay. Batman Killing Time, number one. Mm-hmm. Batman Superman World's Finest, number one. Mm-hmm. Beyond the White Knight, number one. Mm-hmm. Or One Dark Knight, number two. Killing Time. Landslide. Killing Time of those options? In a landslide, yeah. Now, out of any of the Bat books, was that also your favorite Batman book of the month? Yes, it was. Killing, Killing time, time was my book of the okay. month. All right. Very cool. Um, I chose those four because I feel like all of those came out swinging and were damn good. Um, gosh, that's tough for me to answer. And I, but I think that I will say answer it, answer it, answer it. That's tough, Pete. Make one dark night number two. Ah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, the other th- there. Are, I mean, this, this is a cool. this is a good one. I hope that the poll shows the results show that everybody else believes that this is a. Well, sometimes people say poll. you can't trust the polls. Okay. <laughs> Say it. Okay. You've heard it said before, haven't you? <laughs> Only from Pete. <laughs> Clearly, you don't listen to left shoe politics. I don't. Apologies. Not until Rick starts listening to Straight Out of Gotham. Well, I listen to Love Shoot Politics, so there you go. Pete, I want to thank you again for uh, for coming back on the well, show. Well, you know, thank yourself. Up. You keep inviting me. All right. Thank you, Ryan, for inviting Pete. Come on to continue the monthly wrap-ups. And Pete, you're actually you're going to be coming back on for a regular discussion uh, really soon. I, I wonder... So. I, you know, I've been on a, I've been on a ban for a little bit. Not a ban, but I've been on like a punishment, I guess. Okay. Ryan likes to like limit my usage on the show. Not really. Why don't you, don't you yeah, zip it? Like, you've been on too much. I gotta have other people on. I'm like Ryan, you, you're the one Never who schedules that. me. That's not true. So, anyway, <laughs> you're coming back for a regular episode soon, Pete. Why don't you just plug away right now? Well, you can follow me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one, uh, straight out of Gotham at straight underscore O underscore G on both Instagram and Twitter. Consider joining our Facebook group and uh, please follow our Facebook fan page. You can follow podcast number two, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast at Italians for Spidey on uh, Twitter. Um, please check out our latest show. We talked about Spider-Man comics and amazing. We talked about uh, the new casting in the uh 
Madam Web movie that's being made. Mm-hmm. And we talked about St. Joseph's Day and pastries. So if you mm-hmm. have a sweet tooth, I think you would really enjoy that. <laughs> uh, also check out at Team Yellow Oval as uh, just, you know, we're getting ready for Andy Muccietti's Flash movie, uh, the Batgirl movie, Keaton returning, the Oval on the big screen. It's all over print now. It's in Batman. It's in Killing Time. You know, it's it's all of this. I believe it's in Killing Time. It may not be. But it's in more than one title. It's in World's Finest. So it's all over the place. The Oval's back. And that makes me very happy, even though Ryan won't buy the oval variant covers. Uh, check out BatmanOnFilm.com for my reviews of Detective Comics. I just finished reviewing 12 books in a row. Uh, and uh, that was very interesting. And uh, Batman uh, Detective Comics was a fun read. Check out House of Gotham. That was great. And uh, check out Batman on Film YouTube for my interviews with Michael Uslin or my toy uh, reviews. For or your Batman, Batman Calzone review. Or my, uh, Yeah, you can watch. You could, for some watch reason, PD if you want to watch me yeah, want to watch me eat pizza? That's up there as well. <laughs> so I would love for you to just critique that. What a time to be out. alive. Yeah, to, to just watch me chew food. <laughs> <laughs> so you could do that. I always forget about that. Bill's like, it's the greatest forgotten. thing that's ever been on Batman <laughs> on film. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I love it. I'm like, all right. So I've watched I it once, and I, it, I will never forget it. You've never so received only I wonder how many views it's got. Oh, I wonder how many I'm going to check it out, though. There you mm-hmm. go. Everybody. <laughs> Bill, get back to you. Be like, and there's a big spike in people watching your Bat Calzone <laughs> review. What happened? <laughs> uh, the Batman Book Club. Yeah. We were, we wanted everybody to watch PD Pizza. Yeah. Why not? Well, Ryan did. Yeah. So if you want to follow the Batman Book Club, you can do that on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC for upcoming episodes, latest episode drops, uh, sometimes even some giveaways, some are creeping toward episode giveaways. 100. So that ought to be pretty fun. And then post episode 100 has some cool stuff coming up. Uh, You can subscribe to the YouTube channel on YouTube, the Batman book club. Um, Let's see. What else should we say? Pete, if you want to support the show, you can do that in a variety of ways. One, like I said, at the top show, you can go to patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Also, if you want to support the show, you can, uh, Go to our sponsor, manscaped.com, get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Just use the code BATBOOK, B-A-T-B-O-O-K. You can also go to TeePublic if you want some merchandise from Batman Book Club. Just go to TeePublic.com, type T-B-B-C, mm-hmm. and you will find Batman Book Club products. But if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, that's 100% A-OK. You can just rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. A link to the rate and review page is in the description of this episode. The more reviews it gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. So, for Peter Rigatoni Vera, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, read more Batman comics. Oops.